Okay. Great. Um, it is 5.01 p.m. on Monday, December 7th, 2020, and I want to uh, call this meeting of the Landmarks Commission to order. I want to kick it to Lauren first to talk about the rules uh, for tonight's meeting and how things will work. All right, Landmarks Commission members, please use video if you're able so we can ensure we have quorum. If you wish to speak, remember to use the raise hand feature. Also use the raise hand feature to make a motion or second. Voting will be considered unanimous. However, if you object to a unanimous vote, please use the raise hand feature when the chair asks for objections and a roll call vote will be taken. Members of the public who have registered to speak, you will remain muted until called upon and then staff will unmute you. Please do not use your video. If you turn on your video, it will be shut off. Chair, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Our first item of business tonight is the approval of the minutes of our last meeting from November 16th. Uh, do I have a motion for approval? All right. Uh, I think for the benefit of uh, Mr. Ernison of the public, I think we have to um, move approval. Thank you. Mr. Second. Taylor? I'm sorry, I was trying to use the raise hand function. I second that motion. Great, thanks. I'm going to have to get some. My, uh, Lauren, mine is not working terribly well at present with the raised hand function. We'll see how it goes. I don't know what the glitch is. It's just not working per usual. Um, all right, so I'm going to assume unanimous consent on approval of the minutes. Are there any objections? Seeing none, the minutes are approved. First item of business on the agenda is the public comment. This is a time where uh, we have um, space for anyone wishing to speak to an item not on the agenda. Ms. Bailey, do we have anyone registered for public comment this evening? It, yes, we do. <laughs> However, um, we received uh, an email after uh, this person registered to say that they had registered for this meeting and this item in error. So. In effect, no, we do not have any registrants uh, for this item. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Disclosures and recusals. Um, are there items on the agenda related to any disclosures or recusals that members of the commission uh, wish to make tonight? These are items on the agenda. All right, seeing none, we will, let's see, looking at my agenda here. We're going to move on to our guest speaker. I'll kick it over to Miss Bailey. <laughs> so um, I will make apologies. Um, uh, I had reached out to the folks at Goodman Center to see if uh, someone would be available, and um, uh, the response was that uh, they thought they could get somebody here, and it does not look like that has happened. Um, so I wanted to pass along. There, uh, a couple months ago, there was a uh, vehicle that crashed into the building, uh, the historic part of the building. And um, it ended up being an administrative approval because they were reconstructing back to the way things were, um, and they were moving along. I was hoping this could be a good sort of end-of-the-year update on the, uh, this particular landmark's property um, was well underway to uh, getting back into uh, being a physically uh, sound building and also an opportunity to talk about the things that the Goodman Community Center is doing. So I will say if you have a chance to drive on by and see what's going on out there, I would recommend that you do so. Okay. 
how might we look for them at, at some point in the future? I will uh, ask if they can come uh, at a future meeting. Great. Awesome. Thank you very much. Moving on on the agenda to item three, this is Legistar 63101, a request for a certificate of appropriateness with a public hearing uh, for a project at 1319 Rutledge Street. Uh, Ms. Bailey. So uh, this item, uh, the applicant has uh, requested that it be referred to the uh, January 11th meeting um, to uh, address some additional items related to the application. Okay, so this involves the demolition of an existing garage and construction of a new garage in Third Lake. Um, so I guess on this, we're asking for a motion to refer this to our next meeting, which is on January 11th. Uh, Mr. McLean. I will move to refer to our next meeting for January 11th. Okay, do I have a second? Ms. Kalashevsky. I will second that. Great. Um, any discussion? Seeing none, I'm going to assume unanimous consent and we will see this back on January 11th. The next item, also a public hearing item, this is number four on the agenda, uh, Legistar 62805, a project at seven, let's see, excuse me, uh, demolition by neglect. Um, case at 719 Jennifer Street, also in the Third Lake Ridge Historic District, 6th Aldermanic District. Ms. Bailey, do we want to consider this with item 5, or should we take them separately? Um, I think you could make a motion related to both of these. Okay. Um, so so uh, both of these projects, I... both of these projects, I'm sorry, no. both of these projects uh, are related to um, the same property. Um, staff is continuing to work with the property owner on addressing the uh, outstanding items from the work order from building inspection. Um, I think we are close to a resolution and I want to continue working with them. My uh, request is that this be referred to the uh, January 11th meeting and this will be my last request for a referral on this item. Okay, so just to rehash, this is two, this is, these are, there are two items on the agenda, four and five. So I read number four, this is also tied to a request for a certificate of appropriateness, which is Legistar 61086. So as uh, the maker of the motion um, can, uh, as Ms. Bailey says, put these together uh, in um, a referral motion, if you so desire. So I will entertain that. Mr. McLean. I'll move to refer item number uh, three and item number four for our item agenda. Four and five. Right, four and five. Yeah. Jumping around here. Uh, okay. Any discussion on this? Mr. Arneson was seconded that. Seeing none, I'm going to assume unanimous consent and we will see these items on January 11th. Prepare for a big meeting, everyone. So we're referring things left and right. All right, uh, item number six on the agenda, Legistar 63194, a project at 1803 Regent Street involving exterior alteration in the University Heights Historic District, specifically replacement of beams in the front entry and modification of window openings. So I'll turn it to Ms. Bailey for a staff report. Okay, so up on your screen, you have a relatively recent view of the property in question. For history of the property, this uh, structure was constructed in 1927. Oh, 
uh, Edward J. Law was not the architect. Um, I thought I updated that. Apparently I didn't. Um, we do not know the architect of, for this house. This was the Henry and Bessie Davis house. It is in the French provincial style, which some of the uh, key character defining uh, elements of the style are a high-pitched hipped roof, um, stucco and wood in terms of uh, exterior building cladding, and multi-light windows with shutters. And I'll go back to the view of the property. This building does have that. You will also see that there have been some modifications on the front of this structure. Um, so for the proposed work, there's replacing uh, some of the beams, uh, both horizontal and vertical, um, and modify the window openings on the front entry. And the staff report, I talked about that um, only one of the windows uh, would be removed on the, that uh, formerly enclosed uh, porch, and it's on each side. I don't understand why I made that mess. But to be clear, and then here with this drawing, they're talking about enclosing uh the sort of rearmost windows on either side of that uh, enclosed uh, entryway. Um, so also modifying uh, an existing uh, window opening for the uh, kitchen, uh, replace a what was a rear balcony door, the balcony is no longer in place, and uh, alter that door opening to become a window opening, uh, and have all these windows match uh, the uh, historic look of the windows on the building and replace a non-historic bay window that's on the rear of the building with uh, period-appropriate windows to match uh, those existing elsewhere on the structure. So applicable standards, this is um, in the University Heights Historic District. We're dealing with both the stuff that we can see and the stuff that we can't see. So alterations visible from the street and additions and exterior alterations not visible from the street. So I grouped these together based on uh, <laughs> different parts of the building we're talking about. So on the front of the building, um, at some point, the front entryway there, uh, the front, I suspect possibly there was a front porch that was added and then enclosed. Um, that roof line just seems very odd to me. However, we don't have uh, historic documentation that shows what this looked like at any point previous to the survey um, that we had uh, in the 90s. So I don't know what this looked like. Um, the proposal uh, for the modifications for the uh, front of the building involves some uh, repair of stucco. You can see there's an area of uh, stucco that uh, you know needed some repair. Um, but for the uh, enclosed porch area, it's really about making alterations to this so that it is more usable as space, but also to make some modifications to it so um, it looks a little less out of place on this building. That change has happened, and what uh, the proposal is doing will um, make this uh, blend a little bit better with the existing structure. For the side, you can see that there is an existing window opening that is set up a little bit higher than the other windows. Um, but it is currently enclosed, and so they are talking about modifying the, uh, the height of that window, bringing it down so that uh, the tops of all the windows on that side are um, going to be level with one another, and then this will become a uh, operable and usable uh, window no longer enclosed, and it will uh, serve the kitchen area. For the back of the building, uh, there's the uh, non-historic bay window, and uh, they will are proposing to remove that non-historic bay window and put in windows that are of the size of the um, uh, repurposed uh, window that's there on the west side, have a pair of windows that, again, will uh, service the uh, kitchen area on the inside. On the back side, where there previously was a balcony, 
Um, it will uh, remove those elements, repair the stucco, and alter that existing doorway to become a window that will uh, be in keeping with the uh, size and style of the uh, historic window openings that are on either side of that dormer space. So staff believe that the standards for granting a certificate of appropriateness are met and recommends the Landmarks Commission approve the request as proposed. Okay, thank you, Ms. Bailey. And I believe we have one registrant on this item. Yes, Denise Clearwood. I'm Ms. Clearwood, you, if you uh, would like to speak, you have the opportunity. Um, I was just wanting to be available. I'm the architect on the project for the client, and I just didn't know whether there were going to be any uh, additional questions or any concerns, and I wanted to be able to address them this evening. So Great. that's why I registered. Great. Thank you very much. If you'll hang on the line, there may be questions. If you want to mute sure. yourself, you can, but um, okay. I'll let you know. Great. Okay. All right. Um, any other registrants, Ms. Bailey? No. Okay. All right, um, so commission, uh, questions for Ms. Bailey or for the registrant? Seeing none, none at all. Mr. McLean, you're muted, just so you know. There you yeah, go. Yeah, no, that's what I was trying to find. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, not too much other than just, I guess, in general. Are there any concerns, Ms. Bailey, or anything when you're looking over this? I know it's basically approved, or you recommend it to be approved as is, um, but just curious if you had any thoughts as you're going through it. Um, no, we had um, uh, the new windows are going to obviously be new windows. The uh, existing enclosed porch area off of the front um, looks out of place. The modifications that will be made to it will it will still read as new. It will still read as an enclosed porch, um, but it will, I think, better tie to the building. I think the way that they are uh, proposing to make modifications, it avoids that false sense of history while um, rehabbing uh, an existing addition on the front of the building. Thank you. Any further questions? for Ms. Bailey or uh, for the architect? No. Seeing none, then I will uh, entertain a motion. You're on, David. Thanks. <laughs> uh, move approval um, for, yeah, as noted per staff. Okay, great. Ms. Kalashevsky. I second. Great. Uh, any further discussion? Any discussion at all? All right, seeing none, I'm going to assume unanimous consent, uh, unless I see any objections, which I do not. So the project is approved. So Ms. Clearwood, Ms. Bailey will be in touch about the certificate, and I believe that's it. Thank Great, you thank you very much. Thank you. All right, moving right along, secretary's report. So by this point, everyone should have received at least one email and maybe a reminder email at, um, at this point in time um, regarding your statement of interest. It's the annual statement of interest that um, everyone serving on a city BCC must fill out. Um, I have completed mine. I will grant you that as a public employee, I 
do not have a lot to declare. Um, but please fill this out. Um, if you don't fill it out, um, you will start to get an increasing number of reminders. Um, uh, yes. There's that. Um, item number two underneath the Secretary's report is the Landmarks Ordinance Review Committee update. Um, we are still in the sort of final throes of this. Um, there is uh, a meeting tomorrow night at 5.30, available via Zoom, where we are um, going through the sort of final grouping of items on what we call our parking lot list. As we were going through the ordinance, there were sort of more involved issues where we knew we needed to talk through those more in detail. So we put those into what we called our parking lot. And so we've been going through those uh, issues. We've got our kind of final grouping next week um, on Wednesday, no, on Tuesday next week, we are doing um, our final meeting for the year for LORC where we are going to go back through the ordinance, um, run through some case studies, and there were a few other issues that came up as part of our parking lot uh, discussion that we will run through there. Um, and then the idea is that for January, we do our public meetings and engagement to get some feedback from both the property owners and the residents, since those aren't necessarily always the same thing, um, in our historic districts to get some feedback based upon um, what uh, the committee has gathered together. So. If you are available to attend any of these meetings, of course, the Landmarks Ordinance Review Committee uh, values the input of the Landmarks Commission because uh, you folks are the ones who deal with the ordinance and deal with these properties. Um, so they uh, value your feedback. Um, in addition, something that uh, I didn't put here underneath uh, the Secretary's report, on Wednesday of next week, there is a special session of the Plan Commission to talk about downtown heights and also about um, aligning elements in the uh, historic preservation ordinance and the zoning ordinance in relation to height. Um, so two of our historic districts are in the area that we think of as downtown. That's Mansion Hill and uh, First Settlement. But if we're talking about aligning the zoning ordinance and the historic preservation ordinance, then we're also talking about uh, the other historic districts as well. Um, so there is a two-hour meeting on Wednesday of next week related to that. If you find that you don't have anything else to do and you would love to participate um, in that discussion, you are, of course, welcome to attend. I will just chime in about uh, the LORC meetings. I've been going for the last several um, and I've spoken every time minimally, but they want feedback on what is useful from a Landmarks Commission perspective. Um, and also, and this is also related to us, um, what is legible from the public's perspective? Because um, it, it might seem second nature, you know, to uh, people who deal with city government, but not necessarily for the public. And we know the public quite well um, when they come before the, these um, meetings. So. Um, if you can attend, that would be great. Um, Katie is attending tomorrow night for sure. Um, but the more the merrier. Indeed. All right. That is all I have. Okay. Last item, buildings proposed for demolition. Sorry, getting my stuff. That's all right. Together over here. Okay. We're just sailing through this, so. Indeed. Okay, so finally, um, I have up here our uh, standard set of motions from the policy manual in terms of uh, here are the motions that are recommended uh, that you make in relation to these items. 
uh, for the three uh, properties that we have uh, here in our demolition report, all of these are adjacent to each other. Um, you have a sort of variety of construction dates in the first half of the 1950s. You'll see that there have been some modifications over time. By and large, these are uh, simple mid-century residential buildings. There is no preservation file. There is no site file with the state. Um, so we don't have a lot of information on these. Um, these are part of a grouping of just a couple of residential properties in what is otherwise um, uh, an area that doesn't have a whole lot <laughs> of uh, development going on out there. The proposal is from parks to uh, demo these buildings and make them part of the park. Um, uh, staff recommendation is that the commission finds that these buildings have known no known historic value. Okay. Thank you very much. Questions, discussion, or a motion? Mr. Taylor? Maybe I missed it. Who currently owns these three three homes? Um, I think at this point, the city owns them, and we have acquired them. Um, either we own them now, or we're in the process of acquiring them. They were just three nice-looking homes, look like affordable sort of housing. Just hate to see them go because of the Madison housing prices are skyrocketing and stuff like that, which, you know, sort of be sold right away, you know what I mean, especially with people moving moving in, they're first-time home buyers, mm -hmm. just based on the housing area in Walker Street. Yep. Thank you for that. Also, the red one is super cute. It is I know. Cute. I know. <laughs> It's a great little branch with some nice details. Good proportions, yeah. Attached garage. That doesn't look weird. No. <laughs> Sometimes they look really weird on those like post modern or post war because they're added later. But that's a really yeah. nice. Yeah. No, they're they're. Yeah, I thought I would would be the only one that would say such things. So. <laughs> But thanks. All right. Any yeah. further discussion, comments, or I will look for a motion. I'll move to uh, consider them under category A, all three. Okay. Do I have a second on uh, accepting the staff report of no known historic value? Mr. Taylor. All right, Mr. Taylor seconds that. Any further discussion, comments, uh, making note of the the fact this could be affordable housing and also that they're cute. <laughs> affordable housing, for sure. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just because, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, any further comments? Seeing none. I have one. Nope, I have one. Yeah, go ahead, Rich. Just a, a general comment. Maybe there was a better place to... Uh, speak it, but Heather or others, I'm sure we've all noticed the, the sign that was, has been revealed on the Fess Hotel um, by the demolition of the parking ramp. Does this curious? Does that does that somehow now is that protected as a historic sign, or did, what what happens with that, or and how do we go about wanting to you know protecting it, etc. Um, so with that, I have been uh, in contact with the uh, uh, property owners. It is now 
an exposed exterior portion of the building where it wasn't previously. So as an exterior um, of a landmarked uh, property, then any exterior alterations would need a certificate of appropriateness. So it has its protections along that front. And just curious, I mean, would, would they be able to, I guess I haven't looked at it closely, and of course I'm no expert, but would they be able to res restore it? Is that a thing, or should they just leave it as is? Or <laughs> I will say there are a couple areas of thought on that front. Um, there are some folks who say, yes, go ahead and uh, restore those signs. Um, it is uh, maintenance of a painted surface. Um, there are other folks who see them as works of art and would prefer them to uh, stay in their current state. That would be the more sort of um, conservation approach. Uh, I, I would leave it up to the property owner in terms of how they would like to approach it. Um, there is the, uh, the historic value of it in its current condition. If the property owner is interested in um, uh, doing repairs to it um, and uh, freshening up the coat of paint but maintaining its historic appearance, uh, that is something that uh, they could also propose. Thank you. Uh, question on the same building, a little different though. I've not been downtown in a while, quite frankly, at least for any duration. <laughs> sure, I'm not alone there, but um, I'm, I'm on Google Street View. I was curious if maybe it was updated since it got reviewed, you know, sort of a crapshoot granted. But I'm looking at the Street View now, and there's a rogue sign. Is that just something that somebody put in the computer? Is there actually a rogue sign on what used to be the FES part of the building? What kind of sign? R-O-G-U-E, right across that second floor. Oh, that was probably uh, during the CrossFit Games, a temporary sign. Okay, thank you. To sponsor, sponsor the CrossFit Games. All right, so it's pretty big and it looks almost great. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not there now. Okay, cool, thanks. All right, so um, I'm going to assume unanimous consent on the demolition uh, proposal. And uh, thanks for those comments and questions. It's, that's uh, good to discuss. Ms. Bailey, am I missing anything on the agenda? No, that is it. Okay. Just want it noted, it is 5.27 p.m. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I suppose the final bit is I'm hoping that everyone has a happy uh, holidays. We'll see all of you uh, in the new year. Um, yes, just wishing everyone well. Yes, motions, motion to adjourn. I'm just going to assume. All right, David made it, seconded by Rich. Um, we are adjourned, and I wish everybody uh, safe, safe and well. It's very holiday season. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.